Oh, God is good. Hallelujah. Let's get into the Word. Uh, if you're visiting here uh, on a Wednesday or new here, Wednesday night is kind of like Bible school, and we stay on a topic for uh, usually a couple months at a time. Uh, you know, I think the longest one we've done has been like 17, 18 weeks. Um, but this particular series is that we're doing called Looking Ahead um, is for January and February. And then in March, we're going to be um, breaking up into our different, uh, our different um, opportunities, I should say. Um, so the first week in March, we're going to have a, a marriage class going on in our back modular class, back modular building. Also, FIT class, which is, uh, it's not working out, um, but it, it's uh, called Financial Independence Today. And mainly deals with everything from the scriptural aspects of, of finances to practical aspects of finances. That's led by Patty and, and Jim Gordon, which she oversees uh, Dr. Savelle's uh, Bible school. And, and then uh, Vic and Rochelle will be overseeing the marriage class. And, and so uh, at the end of service, if you're interested in either one of those, we do have sign-up sheets. And we need to know mainly for materials. Um, and also, uh, while those classes are going on in here, we're going to be talking about walking with God. And walking with God. And, and so that's what we'll be dealing with in here. And so looking forward to that. Um, you know, but other than that, if you've missed it, if you want to go back and listen to any of the, the teachings, you can go to SoundCloud, iTunes, or YouTube. You go to YouTube, just put in Heritage of Faith Christian Center, and all of our messages are on there, whether Sundays or Wednesdays. So, uh, so anyway, just check that out. Um, you, know, uh, you know, I follow Keith Moore a lot, and, you know, they give away all the materials, and he makes a statement, and he goes... You know, if, if it's free, then what you have, you have no excuse, right? <laughs> you know, if it's free, then there's no excuse that you're not hearing the word, right? And going back and listening. So, because faith comes by hearing and hearing by what? The word. The word. Amen. Uh, if you have your Bibles, turn to Jeremiah chapter 7. And I do not have time to review uh, where we left off last week. But I do want to read this one scripture. So we've been talking about looking ahead. Looking ahead, Jeremiah chapter 7, I believe it's verse 23, and you can also turn to Proverbs chapter 29, and then we'll get there in a moment. So Proverbs, uh, Jeremiah chapter 7, verse 23, it says, But this thing commanded I them, saying, Obey my voice, and I will be your God, and you shall be my people. And walk you in all the ways that I have commanded you, that it may be well with you. Verse 24, but they did not listen, they hearkened not, nor inclined their ear, but walked in the counsels, in the imaginations of their evil heart, and they went backwards and not forwards. You see, it's God's desire for our lives for us never to regress in life. You know, you know, the God we serve is a God of progression. He's always moving in a particular place. And in, uh, in Proverbs, it talk, in Proverbs chapter 4, it talks about the path of the righteous grows brighter and brighter. It talks about consider the path of your feet. He talks about looking right on with fixed purpose, not moving to the left hand or the right. So realizing, realizing that we're not, we're not supposed to go backwards. There's nothing back there for you. There's nothing back there. There's nothing in your past, whether, whether good or bad, I mean, Paul even said, you know, he had all these good things and he all had all these negative things. But he said, you know what? I count these things, but nothing. Right. 
right? So that I, I can, I can press towards the mark, meaning there is a mark, you know, I, I'm not belittling things you've gone through, challenge that you've had experiences that you had, but I wonder, I want you to see that if you're going to walk in the destiny and the purpose and the promises that God has for you, it's never going to be going backwards, but it's always going to be going forwards into the things that God has for you. So let's look at Proverbs chapter 29. I'm going to try not to go too, too fast. I've got a lot of Things that are in my heart that I want to communicate um, clearly about, um, just so we can all see where we're going. Say that with me. See See. where we're going. going. Amen. So tonight I'm going to deal with natural sight versus spiritual sight. Natural sight versus spiritual sight. Now let's look at Proverbs 29. It's a familiar scripture. Thank you, Lord. In Proverbs 29, 18, it says, Where there is no vision, the people perish. Where there's no vision, the people perish. Uh, if you, if I, there's a notation on my word for perish, and it says, Where there's no vision, the people are naked. That's, you, don't want, you need to have vision. You don't want to be naked, right? You know, that's what, it's, that's what mine says, is made naked. So if you have no vision, then... It says you're made naked or you perish. Now, looking up this word perish, there's another phrase, and, and I had it in my phone. I had a picture of the concordance, that, that, the thing that I study from. But one of, one of the words for perish here means to go backwards, to, to go backwards. So if you have no vision, you're going to go backwards. If you have no understanding about the direction you need to go, then you're not, you're not going to go in the direction you need to go. You know, like if, if you're looking to go to a particular place and, and that place is west, but you don't know that place is west and you don't have a vision of where that place is, it's going to be hard for you to get there, right? So if, you, if it says, if you have, if, if it says where there is no vision, the people perish. Where there is no vision, the people go backwards. Then it says, but... So this is all one phrase. A lot of times we, people just read that particular scripture where there, there is no vision, people perish. Then it says, but, because this is all in the same thought, he that keepeth the law, happy is he. So there's a connection, I believe, in the word of God and vision. He that keepeth the law. Now, the word keepeth there means to observe. And the word observe means to see, behold with attention, or to notice. So, he that is holding with attention, noticing, seeing the word, happy is he. Now, the word happy there isn't isn't just a feeling of excitement, but it's actually the word is blessed. Is blessed. So, so he, he that, if you have no vision, it says you'll go backwards. But he that's observing the, the word or the law, Torah, which is the word, is, is blessed. So if I'm observing something, if you're observing something, then you're seeing something. Now, just stay with me. I'm just, I'm a teacher, so we're, we're going we're gonna to just lay this out, okay? So, so if I don't have vision, I'm going to go backwards. But if I'm observing the right thing, it's going to cause me to be blessed in life. See, it, it's, it's what I'm observing that is going to produce the vision that I need. It's not just in coming up with my own vision. 
It's not me coming up with the vision, but it's understanding where it, what am I observing is going to produce vision for my life. The thing that I'm observing the most is going to be what's going to deposit vision in my life. And whatever vision I have, is that's the direction I'm going to go, whether good or bad. You see, the enemy, the God of this world, wants to deposit a vision into your heart. And yet, the, the, our God, our Savior, wants to deposit a vision in your life. So, so the thing is, what things are you observing? Now, let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 4. 2 Corinthians chapter 4. And I believe as I go through this, I just believe that, that there's just going to be some eyes being opened, just yes. spiritual eyes being opened and seeing things in life, seeing where you are at, seeing maybe some, some challenge that you've had or, or different things. But I believe things are going to just be clearly about a life of faith because that's what this is all about, living a life of faith. So uh, verse 18 says, while we look not, look not. At the things which are seen. Second Corinthians 4.18. While we look not. While we don't look. At the things which are seen. So we're not to look at the things that are seen. But at the things which are not seen. Man that, that just scripture really in the natural. Um, is like. That doesn't make sense. Don't look at the th- don't look at the things I can see. But you want me to look at the things I can't see. You know, there's things when I first got saved, it's like, you know, I just want to throw my Bible against the wall. And I'm like, that makes no sense. Like Paul, the Paul is saying, you know, I do the things I don't want to do and the things I don't do, I do. And it's not me doing it, but it's I'm like, scratch, you know, but but just think from a natural mind. You know, it's hard to understand that it says, don't, do not look at the things which are seen, meaning I'm not to look at these things around me. You mean I'm not to look at the obstacle. I'm not to look at the symptoms in my body. I'm not to look at the difficulty. I'm not to look at the pressures. I'm not to look because Paul is re- really writing out of a pressure. He, you know, he talks about, you know, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in despair. You know, but, but, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not cast down. He, he talked about all these things that are happening to him, but he says, but I'm not this. This is happening, but I'm not this. This is happening, but not this. But he gets down the end and he says, he goes, while looking not at the things that are seen, but looking at the things that are not seen. Man, that, that just, just in the natural mind, that just doesn't make sense. So as we understand this tonight, There's two different types of seeing. There's natural seeing and there's spiritual seeing. So Paul's saying, don't look with these eyes, but look with these eyes. You're like, Pastor, that, that, that doesn't make sense. Okay, close your eyes. Thank you, Father. A dog, a big black dog, a big black dog with a red collar. 
a big black dog with a red collar with slobber coming down the side of his mouth. A big black dog with a red collar, slobber going down the side of his mouth with one of those big halos around its head. Now, see, you all had your eyes closed, right? But you saw it. See, you, you don't have to have eyes to see. You have to understand that, that if, you, if you read, if we go to the next chapter in 2 Corinthians 5, he talks about, in verse, I believe it's verse 8, he says, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So, so you have to understand that we're made up of three parts, spirit, soul, and body. Now, get this, the, very first, the verse before that, that, uh, that to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord, the, very, the verse before that is, we walk by faith and not by sight. And all this is flowing together about, about spiritual sight versus natural sight. Thank you, Father. Look at Psalms 89. Psalms 89. Psalms 89. Now, there's some phrases that we use, and I'm just going to continue building on this throughout tonight, just so you can receive what, what I believe the Holy Spirit wants us to walk in. You know, we use ter- terminology. Say, say you're explaining something to someone, and you're, you're, you're explaining uh, maybe a, a certain place, or you're explaining something to them, and they make the phrase, oh, I can see that. But, wait, but you're not there. But I can see that. Why? Because there's something about words we need to understand. Now, Psalms 89, verse, uh, for the sake of time, I'm just going to read. Thank you, Father. Verse 19. It says, Then thou spakest in a vision to the Holy One. The Amplified says, Once you spoke in a vision. Once you spoke in in a vision. Now, pro- what were prophets? Prophets were, were um, Old Testament prophet, prophets, they would call them what? Seers. What, 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 what were they doing? They were, they were seeing something in here. God didn't necessarily come down, physically sit down and talk with them and say, now, okay, I want you to say this. No, God spoke to them. The Holy Spirit came upon them. And when the Holy Spirit came upon them, they saw something. What, what about Jacob had a dream? Jacob had a dream, and when he had a dream, he saw something. He saw a ladder that was the angels descending and ascending up and down on that ladder, right? So, so you have to understand that, that as prophets, when they spoke things to God's people, when they spoke things, it was, it was for them to see something. He, he goes on here and says, But you spoke in a vision to thy holy one and said, I have laid... Help upon one that is mighty. I have exalted one chosen out of the people. I have found David, my servant, with my oil have I anointed him. So they were, he spoke, but what he spoke in a vision, meaning what he spoke produced a vision in the people. Thank you, Father. Let's go to Matthew chapter 13. I'm just building, building on this, okay?
Matthew chapter 13, verse, verse 12. So, so what we're, we're, we're establishing is there's a difference between natural sight and spiritual sight. What we're seeing is, is words produce vision. All right? Verse 12 of Matthew 13. For whosoever hath, to him shall be given, and he shall, ha- and, and he shall have more in abundance. But whosoever has not, from him shall be taken away, even that he has. Verse 13. Therefore, speak I to them in parables. I speak to them in parables. Jesus speaks to them in parables. What's a parable? A parable is a picture. A parable is an illustration of a spiritual revelation. So Jesus said, I'm speaking to them in a way so they can see something. Because, therefore, speak I to them in parables. Why is he speaking in parables? Because they seeing, see not. Hearing, they hear not. Neither do they understand. And in them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah, which says, By hearing you shall hear and shall not understand, and seeing you shall see and shall not perceive. For this people's heart is wax gross or calloused, and their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes they have closed, lest at any time they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears and should understand with their heart and should be converted and I should heal them. Now, what are they saying? saying? He was talking about a proverb from of Isaiah saying something. It says they have ears, but they're not hearing. They have eyes, but they're not seeing. They have a heart, but they're not understanding. So Jesus is saying, I've got to speak to them in parables. Why? Because I need them to see. I need them to hear. And I need them to understand. Why? He said, because when they hear, when you see, when you hear, and you understand, then Healing can come. Now, now you're gonna, you're, we're, 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 I'm, I'm taking my time with this, okay? Because I want you to see is when you see things from a different perspective, all of a sudden now it opens you up for the realities of God in your life. But it's all based on words. It's all based on words. Verse 16, it says, But blessed are your eyes. For they see, and your ears, for they hear. For verily I say unto you that many prophets and righteous men have desired to see those things which you see, have not seen them, and to hear those things which you hear, and have not heard them. Why? Because the prophets could only see things from a perspective of naturally. But yet Jesus is saying, hey, there's, there's a different way of seeing. There's a different way of seeing. Now let's go to Romans chapter 10. Don't fall asleep on me now. Romans chapter 10. Verse 13. I'm going to read the Amplified. It says, for everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord, invoking him as Lord, will be saved. But how are people 
to call upon him whom they have not believed. In whom they have no faith and on whom there's no reliance. So see, here this reality is, 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 is if their eyes were open and ears were open and they had an understanding, it said here, it says anyone that calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. That's a reality, meaning, meaning it's God's desire. If we call upon him, we'll be saved, right? We'll be, if we call upon him, we'll be healed. If we call upon him, we'll see breakthrough. If we call upon him, right? But, but the thing is, 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 but how are we people going to call upon him whom they've not believed? I mean, they can't call upon something that they don't believe in. In whom they have no faith, in whom they have no reliance. And how are they going to believe in him of whom they've never heard? And how are they going to hear without a preacher? You see, what we have to see here is, is there's a connection between hearing and seeing. And there's a connection between seeing and believing. Amen. See, the whole point is if you call upon him, you'll be saved. But, but Paul's saying, but how are they going to believe if they don't hear? You know why? Because if they don't hear, they can't see. Why? Because words produce vision. Words produce Vision. How can someone, how is someone going to hear unless someone speaks words? And if someone doesn't speak words, if a preacher isn't sent, how are words going to be released in order for someone to get a vision that they have a right to salvation? See, without vision, people go backwards. But when you observe the word, because see, if we keep reading here, verse... um, Thank you, Father. Verse, verse 16 says, But they have not all heeded the gospel. For Isaiah says, Who has believed, had faith in, what is heard in from us? Verse 17, So faith comes by hearing, and what is heard comes from what's preaching. King, King James says, Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So, so this faith is going to come when someone's speaking something, when someone's preaching something. So in all, so what happens is when you hear, you receive vision. And when you have vision, you can now have faith. See, real faith is birthed out of vision. So often people try to have faith as something they're grasping for. This, this product of, of, of faith. But faith is actually seeing something down in here. Faith is more about having a knowing down on the inside of you. But what's going to produce that knowing down on the inside of you is going to be the word. It's going to be the word. He that observes, keeps that word before them, blessed is he. Why is he blessed? Why? Because he has a vision. And if he has a vision, he's going to go forward. Why is he going to go forward? Why? Because he has faith. See, vision, faith is so connected. Faith and vision are so connected. Thank you, Father. Go to Isaiah 51. Isaiah 51.
Now, we may methodically read scriptures, but just because you methodically read scriptures doesn't mean you see. You, you can read the scriptures every day, but yet still just all you have is natural sight. You, you can memorize scripture and still not be able to see. That's what, that's what Isaiah is saying. They, they're hearing, but they're not hearing. They're seeing, but they're not seeing. Thank you, Father. Isaiah 51. There's a connection between what you see and your faith. Isaiah 51, verse 1 says, Hearken to me, you who follow after righteousness and justice. You who seek and inquire of and require of the Lord, claiming him by necessity and by right. Look to the rock from which you were hewn and to the hole in the quarry from which you were dug. So he, went, Doug, he, wants, you, he wants us to look at something, right? Then verse 2 says, Look to Abraham, your father, and to Sarah who bore you. For I called him when he was but one, and I blessed him, and I made him many. I called him when he was but one. I blessed him and made him many. So here, Isaiah says, I want you to look at, your, your, at Father Abraham. I want you to look to him. How did the, our father in the faith, how did he, how did he become the father of faith? How did he become the father of many nations? See, he said, for told us to look at him, okay? Now, now without taking time to, to go there, for the sake of time, Abraham, what did, what did God, how did God deal with him? How did he become this man of faith? All right, God spoke to him. You're going to be the father of many nations. And what's one of the first things he does in Genesis 15, he says, or Genesis 13, he says, I want you to, I want you to look at the stars. I, I want you to look at the stars. See, God spoke to him. You're going to be the father of many nations. But what did God, he said, I want you to come outside. And, and I want you to look at the stars in the sky. Yeah. What's he doing? I want you to get a vision. I want you to look at something that can cause you to see what I want you to see. And he goes, if you can count all those stars, so will your seed be. In another place, he, he takes them on the sand of the seashore. He take, and he goes, if you can count all the sand, so shall your seed. What was he doing? He was wanting to, him to get a vision. He's separating from Lot. And what he, he goes, look to, you, look to your north, the south, and the east, and the west. And everywhere you can see, that's going to be what I've given you. So what was that doing? That was producing something on the inside of Abraham. It was producing faith. There's a connection between vision and faith. There's a connection between vision and, and faith. Go to Romans 4. Romans 4. You're all so quiet. You're just taking this in, right? Thank you, Father. Romans 4. Now, before I read Romans 4, let me throw this scripture at you. Hebrews 11.1. 1. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. 
What is hope? Hope is a blueprint. If I were to be building a building, the building is the end result. And if I have a blueprint, that blueprint is what I hope the building ends up looking like. Right. That's 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 what I'm, I'm believing that I'm believing. My faith is is there. But my faith, what I see in here is now on a blueprint. So what I have in here is a picture and I have an image. I can see something. So faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not so, so, so my faith isn't based in what I see in the natural. My faith is established in what I see in here. And remember, we're gonna, we're, let's, let's look at Abraham again. Romans chapter 4, verse 17. It says, as it is written, I have made you a father of many nations. Before him whom he believed, even God... Who quickens the dead and calls those things that be not as though they were. He calls those things that be not as though they are. So he calls those things that be not as though they are. He says, I have made thee a father of many nations. What was God doing? He was calling Abraham. He was calling Abraham something he wasn't yet. He was calling him a father of many nations, but he wasn't the father of many nations yet. Meaning God saw something that no one else saw. See, God lives by faith just like you and I do. He called those things that be not as though they were. Now, now look at this. And, and who against hope believed in hope? Now, this, that's another... Who against hope believed in hope. Against hope believed in hope. Meaning against hope. Meaning everything in the natural is saying the contrary. Everything I see in the natural is saying something totally different. Against hope believed in hope. Meaning against Anything in the natural that I see, I still see something. Against hope, believed in hope. Amplified says, for Abraham, human reason, human reason for hope being gone, hoped in faith. See, there was no reason in the natural that Abraham could walk out what Abraham could walk out. Why? Because in the natural, it just wasn't happening. But yet it said he hoped He hoped in faith, meaning he had a picture down on the inside of him. He had an image on the inside of him. He had an image on the inside of him. And as he had an image on the inside of him, yeah, I am going to be, I am Abraham. I am, I am the father of many nations. Yeah, I tried to do it in myself and, and yeah, and Ishmael happened. But you know what? I'm going to walk before you and I'm going to be perfect. Why? Because I see something in me. I see something. Yeah, I see those stars. I, I see the sand on the seashore. I see to my right and my left. And I see all the land you blessed me with, God. And you've been faithful to your word. Why? He was seeing something in here. Vision. Vision. Produces faith. It doesn't matter what's what's surrounding you, what you're facing, what you're going through. You know, I, I remember facing a, a difficult situation in life, and in the natural, in the natural, I had no way knowing how this was going to work out. 
And I said, Lord, I just trust you. I trust you. I saw, I saw my, I saw, I saw myself on the other side of it, even though I wasn't on the other side of it. How about, how about Joseph? How about Joseph? Joseph has a dream and he has a dream that he's going to be a ruler. He has a dream that he's going to be a leader. You see, life can, life can shake you. Obstacles can shake you. Difficulties can shake you. Bad reports can shake you. People can offend you. Different things can happen to you. But what do you see? While we look not at the things that are seen, but at the things that are not seen. Because the things that are seen are temporary. I Meaning, you know what? I choose to hold on to what I see and hear. I choose to hold on to see. Yes, I know that person did me wrong. Yes, I know that happened to me, but I choose to see something different. What about Joseph here? Here he had this dream and this, this amazing vision. He comes to his brothers and it comes to his father. And, and what happened is, is, is they're like, oh, well, here comes the dreamer. Here comes the dreamer. And what they, they, they plot to, to, to kill him or they plot to do something to him. First it was kill him, but then they were like, well, well one brother speaks up and says, well, we can't really kill him because, because you know, we, we don't want that to happen. And so, so what we're going to sell him. So he gets thrown into a pit and then all of a sudden these people come by and they sell him to a, to a caravan. And next thing you know, he's sold, he's sold to, 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 um, uh, Pharaoh Potiphar. And, and next thing you know, he's in Potiphar's house and he's a leader and a ruler. So here up to this time, he's experienced difficult things, but you know what? He has vision. He still sees, I'm going to be a leader one day. I'm going to be a ruler one day. Yeah, in the natural right now, yes, I'm, I'm, my hands are tied and I'm a slave to these people that, that aren't even of them the same race of and, and I'm a slave to them. But you know what? I got a vision. I got a vision in me. I've got something in me. I've got a, I've got a promise in me. And this, this is from God. This is from, this is from God. I, you know, I, I remember my grandfather, Abraham. I remember, I remember, you know, where I, I remember Isaac and I remember all these different things I was told by my father, Jacob. And I remember all these things that I was told and I'm holding on to the vision. I'm holding on to the vision, just like my father held on to that vision of knowing that the windows of heaven are open. And there's this place called Bethel, the house of God. And, and I remember when God visited my father. And I remember my father telling me how they changed his name from Jacob to Israel. And, and I remember that God had blessed him. You know what? I might be here, but I know I've got vision in here. And so he gets, you know, all of a sudden he gets done wrong by Potiphar's wife and he gets thrown into prison. And all of a sudden he, he, he God's using him even in these places, but yet he's got the vision on the inside of him one day. One day, this is where I'm heading. This is where I'm headed. Yeah, right now I'm in the pr- prison, but you know what? There's a time I'm going to be in the palace. And, and I, there I got a vision on the inside of me. Well, the baker and the, you know, the, 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 the other guy, whatever he was. What's that? The cupbearer came in and thank you, Joseph, help me out. I wasn't planning on actually saying all this tonight, but uh, it's just coming out. So, but anyway, so here he gets a vision and, and, and yet, and he, he hears their vision. You know, they're hearing, they're telling them the, they're telling them their vision that they've had. They're telling, they're telling them the vision and, and what happened and, and, and they, they don't have eyes to see and they don't have, they have ears to hear. But now, but, but here the dreamer, all of a sudden he can see things different that other people can't see. He can hear things that other people can't hear. And, and all of a sudden he, he, he tells, he tells what the real deal is to, to the leader. And all of a sudden, you know, they let the guy out and they, well, 
kill the other one. <laughs> but he says, well, when you get out, tell him, tell, tell, tell the king. Well, that never happens. Years go by, years go by. But yet here he's stuck in the prison. But yet he's, Joseph still has a vision. Faith is fueling him in adversity. See, see that that's that's what you. Faith is a knowing on the inside of you. When when I the Lord said I want you to twenty years ago, and He said He said I want you to move to Texas, and you're going to be in Texas in the jar the rest of your life. I had no clue what was going to take. I had no clue what was going to happen. When things that came against me in that in that eighth month period of time to get here, you know, I had to go back to. I know what I know what I know. The Lord said I'm going to be here. I'm going to be. So any obstacle that came, it didn't matter because I know I'm going to be in Texas the majority of the rest of my life. And here with, with Joseph, he all of a sudden something happens. The king, the king has a dream. And remember, all of a sudden that guy remembers. He goes, yeah, there was a guy that did, read, my, read my mail. So he gets him out and man, it's right on. And next thing you know, holding on to that vision it caused him to be in the place where God called him to be. But he had to see something. Why? Because when you see something, you can place your faith in something. Place your faith in something. You place your faith in something. Thank you, Father. You know, the woman with the issue of blood, there was something that was words. There was words she heard. Words that she had heard and the words, see, see the word. Yeah, let me go, go to Proverbs four, go to Proverbs four. Thank you, Father. Proverbs four. I'm just going to do verse 10. It says, hear, O my son, and receive my sayings. So hear and receive my sayings, and the years of thy life shall be many. Hear, my son, and receive my sayings. Now, what, remember, what does the word do? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So here he says, hear, my son, receive my sayings. So I want you to hear something. I want you to receive something. See, receiving it is, is, is beyond hearing it. See, you can hear something but not receive it. That's like the times as husbands that we heard but did we listen? And all the wives say amen. Hear, my son, and receive my sayings. So when you receive his sayings, it's going to produce something. When you receive his sayings, it's going to produce something in your heart. When you receive his word, it's going to do something. It says that it says that your uh, it says the um, years of your life shall be many. I mean, when I hear his word, it's going to produce something in me. It's going to produce a vision for my life. It's going to produce a vision in me for long life. You, you see, it's the word faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And like that woman with the issue of blood that she had heard something. Maybe she heard someone talking in, uh, in Isaiah where it says that, that, that the Messiah will come and he will rise with healing in his wings. 
And those wings aren't talking about a bird flying. Those wings were talking about the garment of the high priest or the garments that they would wear and the things that would hang down where the, where the fringe of the garment would be. That would be the wings. And so her faith was, if I just touch the hem of his garment, if I just touch the hem of his garment, if I just touch the hem of his garment, she got a vision. If I just touch the hem of his garment, if I just touch the hem of his garment, if I just touch the hem of his garment, if I just touch the hem of his garment. And so as somewhere along the line, she heard a word and a word produced a vision and the vision produced an action of faith and caused her to lay hold of her miracle. So how can we, how do we receive spiritual sight? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> First one, meditate the word. Meditate the word. Take the scriptures. Don't just read it. Don't even try to just memorize. Don't, don't, don't set out. To, I never set out to memorize the scripture. Take the scripture. Think on it. Speak it. Ponder it. You know, Joshua 1.8. Meditate my word day and night. Right? Meditate my word day and night. Talks about making your way prosperous. As you meditate the word, it builds a vision. On the inside of you. As you meditate the word. Talk to him about the word. Ask him about the word. Because the word. What the word does. See look at your heart. As a blank canvas. Look at your heart as a blank canvas. And get in this word. Get in this word. Because the, this word, because if I pay attention to his sayings, it'll go well with me. Read farther on, it says, the word is life and health to all your flesh. As I get in this word, it paints a vision on my heart. A vision on my heart. See, getting the word isn't just a religious thing you do or just a, a religious practice. No, getting in the word is about getting a vision. Because when you get a vision, now you have now, not only do you have vision, but you now have faith. Meditate the word. Thank you, Father. You know, it's like, you know, just like by his stripes, I am healed. You know, just, just like that scripture alone. Just don't just read it for head knowledge. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, I know by he's took stripes on back. No, get a picture of it. Get a picture of it. Get, get a, the, the scripture that says, God shall supply all of my needs. Get a picture of good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over and running over. Get a vision of what running over looks like. Get a vision of it. And it's not, it's not, it's not mind, mind games, it's not mind tricks, it's not metaphysics. But, but it's realizing, getting to a place where, where you're, you're not, see, you're not controlled by everything around you. But now you're controlled by in here. Because I'm telling you, you're getting controlled by everything you see around you. You will be up one day and down the next. But I'm telling you, when you're founded on the rock, you're founded on the word. So meditating the word produces spiritual vision.
And secondly, and I'm going to close with this. There's probably more than this, but this is just what I was directed to deal with. Go to 1 Corinthians chapter 2. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Meditating the word produces vision. Because the word produces, brings faith. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 6, it says, Howbeit we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world. We speak wisdom. Now, remember, what do words do? They produce vision, right? So we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world. Meaning there's a wisdom that I'm speaking that's not this world's wisdom. It's different. Nor of the prince of this world had come to naught. Verse 7, but we speak, but we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. Okay, we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. Even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory. Meaning we speak this wisdom, and it's a mystery, and then it says it's hidden wisdom, which God has prepared, and this wisdom is for our glory, meaning it's for your advancement, it's for your betterment, it's for your increase, it's for, it's for you, for your glory. Verse, uh, verse 8, which none of the princes of this world known, for had they known it, they would not have crucified Jesus, the Lord of glory. But as it is written... I hath not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things that God hath prepared for them that love him. So there's things that God's prepared for those that love him, right? Now, now say that with me. There's things that God has prepared for those that love him. And it, but it tells us, it says, it says there are things that my eye hadn't seen, nor things that my ear has heard. I mean, there's things he's prepared for me and I haven't seen it yet, nor have I heard it yet. And now I'm, he want me to speak wisdom in a mystery. What's a mystery? And no one in this world that speaks that language. I'm confused. Now get this, but it says, but I has not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man, the things that God had prepared for them that love him, but God. You see, religion would say, well, you'll never, you never know what God's going to do. Yeah, you see, I, you know, I hadn't seen nor ear heard. No, yep, you know, those things that God prepared for that. You no, know, I hadn't seen nor ear heard. Wait, wait, we got to keep reading. It says, it says, but God revealed them. Now, if, if it was a, if it was a, once was a mystery and my had, I hadn't seen it in my ear heard. Now it says, but God revealed it. So once was now a mystery, all of a sudden now it's not a mystery. Once was, once was hidden is now not hidden. Once I couldn't see it, but now I can see it. Once I couldn't hear it, but now I can hear it. Why? But God revealed them unto us by his spirit. So it's through the word of God and the spirit of God that causes vision to be produced in our hearts. 
I know this is, this is Wednesday night. This is some deep stuff, all right? But God has revealed them to us by his spirit, for the spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man except the spirit of a man which is in him? Even so, the things of God knoweth no man. See, there you go again. See, the, the thing, the man doesn't know those things. But keep reading. But the spirit, but the spirit of God, I mean, the spirit of God knows and the spirit of God is going to reveal it to us. How? Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit, which is of God, that we might know (laughs) that we might know. See, now it's not hidden anymore. Simeon, right? It's not hidden. It's not a myth. I can see it. I can see it, which things also, it says now we have not, now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit, which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. It's because it's by the spirit that we can see those things that have been freely given to us. Verse 13, which things also we speak. Now, wait a minute. We we speak this. We speak this, which things also we speak. Now get this, not in the words, which man's wisdom teaches, not in the words. So we're speaking words and it's words that man doesn't speak, but which the Holy Ghost teaches concerning spiritual things. Now look at the Amplified. It says, verse 13, and we are setting these truths forth in words not by human wisdom, but taught by the Holy Spirit, combining and interpreting spiritual truths with spirit's language to those who possess the Holy Spirit. And let me close, maybe I'll close with this. First, verse um, chapter 14. Now, remember, we speak wisdom in a mystery, right? Verse 1. Follow after charity or follow after love and desire spiritual gifts, but rather that you may prophesy. For he that speaks in the unknown tongue speaks not unto men, but unto God. For no man understandeth him, howbeit in the spirit he speaks mysteries. Remember, we speak the hidden wisdom of God. You see, so how do we bring out, how do we get a vision from God? How do we get vision? By meditating the word. And secondly, praying in the spirit. Meditating the word and praying in the spirit. How do you see things from God's perspective? Meditate the word and pray in the spirit. Meditate the word, praying in the spirit. Meditate the word, praying in the spirit. You know, you pray the hidden wisdom of God when you pray in other tongues. And you say, well, how, how do you, how, how, how's that work for you, Pastor? Well, it's through a period of time where di- different things or situations I'm dealing with. For one, I, I have the word on situations, but I might be some direction or I, I'm pressing into certain things where I'll just be praying and, and I'll, I'll get a vision of something or I'll see something. I'll get a picture of something. And I don't have time to go in great detail but it's understanding because he says it's the things my eye hadn't seen nor ear heard. So here is natural sight versus spiritual sight. 
So how do I grow? Because as I grow in spiritual sight, I'm growing in faith. I walk by faith and not by sight. I walk by, I walk by faith and not by sight. See, I walk by spiritual sight, not natural sight. I walk by faith. Faith is, faith is the sums of things hoped for. It's a picture of something. It's seeing something. So as we talk about looking ahead, going forward, we have to, we have to get a vision from God. Where does it come from? It comes from the Word and the Spirit. The Word and the Spirit. The Word and the Spirit. Amen. The Word and the Spirit. In closing, in Genesis chapter 11, there's a scripture when they build a tower. They build a tower up to the heavens. And it says they all were speaking the same thing. They all were believing the same thing. And it said, and they all imagined. It said, it said God understood everything they had imagined to do could be done. What, what's image? Image is vision. See, God said, I got to do something about this because they've got an image of it. They've got a vision of it. And because they have a vision of it, they have faith for it. And if they have faith for it, nothing shall be impossible. You see, when you get a vision for it, no one can talk you out of it. No one can shake you from it. No one. But you've got to get a vision. And that vision is built on meditating the word. And praying in the spirit. Lord we thank you for your word today. And we thank you for the challenge it brings into our lives. And Lord I thank you Lord for us growing. In our spiritual vision father. Thank you father that we do not walk by sight. But we walk by faith. I thank you father. For your goodness and your faithfulness. And challenging us to come up higher. I thank you, Father, that, that anyone in here tonight, Lord, that, 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 that whatever situation they're in, I thank you that you're birthing vision for breakthrough. You're birthing vision for healing, vision for, for provision, vision for provision. You're pr- producing a vision for strength, a vision for the next step, a vision for wherever they're at in life. Lord, I just thank you, Lord, that they are overcoming, that they're winning in every area of their life. I thank you that you're manifesting yourself in their lives in supernatural ways. And I just thank you for your goodness and your faithfulness. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh, yeah. Amen. Amen. Vic, come on up. Vic's going to receive tithes and offerings. I apologize for some of you maybe new and don't understand some of the things about the Holy Spirit. I wish I had um, three hours to teach on that tonight. I know you don't. But, um, but it, it's to me, it, it was a totally life-changing thing in my life. And, and um, we do have next step class that goes on in Sunday mornings. And, and one of those things that we talk about the Holy Spirit, um, year, uh, it was a couple years ago, I did a whole series on got that power. And, and I break down the scriptures things on, on, uh, and even on Wednesdays, we did some series on the Holy Spirit. And I did some in-depth teaching and basics on why the Holy Spirit's for today, what, what tongues are for and why it's today, why it hasn't passed away and the, need, the, the needful part in our lives. So uh, you can go online and get some of those materials. But Vic.